Hello, everyone, and welcome to Oh Snap, an MCU podcast. My name is Rob Alessiani, and I will be hosting this evening. Our uh, fearless leader, Mike Marbach, is taking a short sabbatical, as well as Katie Swerko is off tonight. So we are welcoming the inimitable Keen Cobb into our fray. Uh, he is here joining us tonight, as well as Michael Henley. Hello. And Tab Parker. Hello. And of course, Marcelie Jean-Pierre. Oh, snap. <laughs> so um, we are here discussing the fourth episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, entitled The Whole World is Watching, Timely. Yeah, let's just go around the horn and say some uh, first impressions. Tap, let's start with you. First impression, John Walker, exactly who I thought he was. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely same, absolutely same. Uh, Keen. Uh, I like this episode a lot. Can't wait to delve more into it because... Man, John Walker is trash. Okay. <laughs> uh, Michael. Yeah, I know. Um, I think it'll be an interesting contrast from last week because I think a lot of us came out last week as being kind of middling on the episode. And I really liked this one a lot. I thought this one was super strong. Uh, and I can't wait to get into it. And Marsley. Yeah, just to piggyback off of uh, Michael, uh, last week was my least favorite episode. And I think this week was, uh, this past week was my favorite episode. Um, yeah, John Walker is, is shitty, but <laughs> why Russell? Like he's, he's we're really doing that, that role. It's, it's a weird contrast where like, I can't stand the character, but God damn it, the actor is killing it. So he's doing <laughs> his job right. Exactly. <laughs> I concur yeah, on all that. He's just as hateable as Hayward. Yeah. Those, those actors really crushing it. Yep. For Absolutely. Um, yeah, I thought I thought this, um, I, I don't know if this, I still think I liked the first episode the most, but it was definitely a return to form from last week's, which, yeah, uh, if, if anyone was tuning in that didn't listen to last week, we were kind of across the board, a little lukewarm about it. Um, this week certainly came through and kind of hit you on just about every emotion you could want. And then, yeah, that ending with John Walker and the Bloody Shield, just like, what's the opposite of iconic? It's still iconic, but uh, bad iconic. Uh, like, it's like it's like the iconic, whatever infamous is yeah. for iconic. Yeah, exactly. I was literally going to say that. It's the, I was about to say that. I think it's that's the, the infamous <laughs> of iconography. Um, yeah. Let's uh, let's jump into, I'm just going to break it down kind of in episode order here. Uh, so we start uh, picking up kind of where we left off with um, Io gives Bucky Barnes eight hours until, you know, to use Zemo as he sees fit before the Wakandans jump in and do what they need to do to avenge T'Chaka's death. So what do we think? Well, we start with a flashback, which I was right away, you know, especially coming off of last week where I was like, oh, I'm kind of lukewarm on this. The first scene in this episode, I thought was so compelling and so well done, uh, so well acted. Just the, the seeing the flashback of Io talking to Bucky and like doing the kind of the last step, the, uh, I hope this is going to take of his deprogramming great performances, well shot, like across the board. I loved this scene and it really provided this great tension for everything that followed. Yeah. And some great context on what their relationship was exactly. Yeah. Cause there are, I mean, from what we've seen dozens of Dora Milaje. So it's possible, you know, getting to see that he worked directly with her to be deprogrammed. Because up until then, I was like, oh, sure, he fixed him. Right. Yeah. right. I was thinking the same exact thing. Um, and I, I love the fact that Io is so, and, and the rest of the Dora Milaje are, are just so capable that, 
you know, she was like, no, just do your thing. Like, yeah. It'll be yeah. fine. It'll be That's... fine. If you, if you happen to go haywire, like I got it. Yeah. <laughs> You're in my terrain. I know what I'm doing around here. Like y- y- there's not much damage you can do here that we can't, that we can't deal with immediately. Right. <laughs> Well, I mean, and it even crystallized stuff for because I mean, when he showed when he when he's brought to Wakanda at the end of Civil War, you know, it made perfect sense because like we yes, are very technologically advanced, all that kind of stuff. But this scene really crystallized for me, just like, oh, this is the other reason why you bring Bucky to Wakanda, basically to go through this. I kind of never put that together before, and I thought that was really really strong. Absolutely, I really enjoyed. I, I I'm sorry, I'm I'm starting to like the character Bucky Barnes even more because it's just like. He's such a, even more so than Steve, because like he's so complex. Because like like Steve, he's a man not of this world, because he was like on ice and then reanimated and back on ice and reanimated. But not only that, he has to deal with like learning about things and the fact that he still, even though he's deprogrammed, he still thinks about it. He's still like, I don't want to do that. And because you saw with the book him going through trying to like make the make the amends because whenever anyone uses a different language i love it and the fact that he knows wakandan i'm like he should obviously but the fact that he pulled it out was awesome i took this whole show has just as a person in like long-term recovery from addiction um this whole show just has like tons of shadows of that life and so it's like his book of amends i like lived that and then you've got this like almost sponsor sponsee relationship with him and uh, and io and that's like and that's almost thing like when you get if you're early in recovery and you start jumping into um I know, I know 12 step recovery so that's what i can speak to but like you get a sponsor and you start jumping into the work and you're kind of like i'm gonna mess this up and the sponsor's just like look you can't do that much damage. Like, like unless you start drinking again, I can pretty much handle whatever you can throw at me. And I've probably lived it before. So, um, so I'm, I got so much uh, from that. Um, after the flashback, we jump to the present and basically get set up where like the, the clock is ticking. You've got eight hours. Okay. If this is the means to an end, I'll let you have eight hours. And then we go into like the Marvel Cinematic Universe's best impression of an episode of 24. They almost, like, I felt like they almost needed like a countdown clock in the corner, like until the Dora Milaje come back. And, and, and they, we will get to it. But what I loved about this is they gave you just enough time to forget that they had mm-hmm. set this up. Yeah. Yep. And then it snapped in. But um, before we get to that, any other thoughts on when we get back into the present and, and it's Bucky and Io seeing each other seemingly for the first time in a while his body language around her is completely different than it is around literally anyone else we've ever seen him with he's always very tense and like ready to fight or attack even with it when it's just him and sam like he expects i guess at some point for sam to try and punch him but around her he was very like respectful very subdued not at all looking for a fight or expecting one he knows he'll lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if if the if if the Marvel Cinematic Universe hasn't set this up ahead of like ahead of this episode, this episode really kind of pushes that like the Dora Milaje are just like so overpowered. <laughs> just, yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're extremely OP and you like the only way you're getting through them is through like cheating subterfuge like something you can't beat them in a fair fight it's just not gonna happen 
I mean, their job is to protect the Black Panther who has superpowers. They protect a superhero. <laughs> yeah, that's real too. <laughs> but I was, I was just gonna say, uh, just to jump back to, uh, to what Tab was saying about the relationship. Um, initially, like last week's episode, you could tell that there was something, that there was a, a level of familiarity between the two of them. Um, yeah. And I thought that maybe they were like trying to set up like a romantic relationship which i was like okay that 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 would work i guess that would, maybe mm-hmm. but i'm so glad that they didn't go that direction and that it was in oh, that still got time. Direction. yeah <laughs> this, is, this is so much better and I, I feel like the the dynamic of this relationship is even more compelling to me yeah 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 totally agree i if they're gonna have a romantic relationship between the two of them it needs to happen later because no way in hell was Bucky ready before now or even now. Well, Bucky, and Bucky we also, needs so much time. Oh yeah, this is this is the definition of someone saying like, you need to work on yourself before yeah. you uh, <laughs> have any business being, uh, you know, having someone else as, as, you don't want to be someone else's responsibility if you can't even take care of yourself. And they also kind of set Bucky up with, you know, potential romantic uh, interest in the first episode that hasn't you know we haven't gone back to which yeah, we haven't there's seen. two episodes left yeah, yeah, we'll see yeah, what yeah. happens we'll see. so from here we jump to uh falcon winter soldier and uh, uh zemo trying to go to shelter refuge refugee camp where sorry they're trying to track down morgenthau and they are finding out that she's somewhere mourning her adoptive mother, Danya Madani. Uh, so they go to this this shelter and nobody trusts them. <laughs> yeah. When they were in the, the, the thing that like, uh, I don't know, if, um, I, will, I think I was on one other episode, but I enjoy the, the tense, I don't trust you relationship that's going on between Sam and Bucky and Zemo. Because when he were breaking down the conversation, even before they went and when he pulled out the Turkish Delights, I was for for whatever reason when he said Turkish delight it was just I'm like that's gonna be important obviously it was eventually like in a few minutes later but I really enjoyed seeing it's gonna sound evil when I say it like this but seeing how real people were there saying like yeah I don't know who you are so I'm going this way like I don't yeah. trust you I don't trust outsiders bye and just left so like they really like dug deep in that. Yeah, it was almost like like everybody had a grudge on on them. Like every time they would walk into a room, and be like, "Hey, uh, Danny Madonna," yeah. or whatever her name was. <laughs> everybody was like packing up their shit and just like going to the next room. Like we're giving you the silent treatment because <laughs> you did something wrong to us. But just like seeing that the way that everybody knew who they were, and I also think it's kind of funny how like these avengers like sam is walking around like hey i i'm a friend i'm everybody's like look we know who you are you're an avenger <laughs> like yeah yeah you. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like captain america's the real captain america's friend so like you don't have to introduce yourself we know what you're about we know why you're here just it'd be like if, if derek jeter showed up somewhere and he's like hey guys so i'm a baseball player uh you know, and i'm like yeah, yeah we know <laughs> i don't derek know if you've heard jeter. of me yeah we don't trust you we're all yeah. Sox fans <laughs> exactly i'm really hoping it gets explored in the other stuff as it goes along but i think it's very problematic that people know who they are now everyone recognizes them yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially, I mean, I don't want to jump to the last scene, but I'm thinking yeah. that last scene, like guilty by association, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely. A bad look. Everybody has their cell phones out, and you guys were running around with this dude who just murdered somebody. But yeah, yeah. And, 
it'll be super interesting. Yeah, not to jump there, but it, you know, it'll be super interesting to see what happens when like the internet turns on someone with superpowers. You know, like this this will be a very interesting dynamic. If you don't need a press agent to fix uh, something or, you know, a, a sympathetic jury, like you're just a superhero. You, like, how do you deal with that level of when you don't have to really apologize? You know, what, what, what comes of it? So they go through and they're trying their best to get some headway. I, I'm in this place where I'm like, this is a trap. This feels like a trap. Doesn't end up being a trap, but then when uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier can't really, when Bucky and Sam can't get any headway, Zemo comes in with some candy and talks to some children and is like, I'm one of you. Hey, what's going on? And uh, gets pretty quickly the information um, about the location of the funeral. And then also lays the groundwork for these guys. They're narcs. Don't trust them. And, you know, so we'll see it, more evidence that Baron Zemo is only out for himself, which we weren't really uh, worried that he, had, yeah. that he had turned face. yeah. That, that's I, I think that Zemo Zemo has a lot of interesting conversations with especially with Sam um, in this episode I think because there's a lot of like they they, they have a lot of kind of a, a little bit of a, like a mini debate basically I guess about you know about the super serum the super soldier serum basically and you know whether that's you know the the the, the moral quandaries with that and I thought it was really interesting too that there are even moments when like Zemo is really really intelligent but there are moments when he concedes the point to like either either sam or bucky or both especially when they're making a point about steve you know and they basically say that you know the the super serum enhances basically all of your qualities and then most people do not react to that well and you know i i either sam or bucky says steve did and zemo is basically just like no you got a point there you know like i, I got nothing to that you know uh which i thought given their given his past history even with captain america i thought was super interesting you know, uh, as a standpoint, but I mean, even the way he keeps needling Sam about whether or not he would take the super, the, the super soldier serum and how like kind of impressed, he's almost impressed by, you know, the fact that Sam says, no, he wouldn't without any hesitation. There's a lot of interesting stuff going on here. Like Zemo, I think is just getting more interesting. Mm -hmm. I agree. I, I don't think Zemo was wrong at all in, his no. argument, in that debate. No, it's interesting because I think that Zemo, Carly, and John Walker are all right about a lot of stuff, right. just not doing yeah. it the right way. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that's what makes a, a good villain or a good anti-hero or whatever, a good character, just the complexities of it. Um, just, just, just to jump back a little bit too, um, I know I can't be the only person who thought that Zemo came off a little creepy, uh, like, I learning in children with oh not a yes yeah no Baba black sheep yeah. like a total psycho anytime you sing a nursery rhyme slowly and without accompaniment it's not gonna be like a a, a calming force yeah it's gonna be like what's no. he is he gonna kill these kids or is <laughs> I thought the Turkish delights were poisoned I, I I'm maybe I'm just like, this is a more straightforward show. Like it's got a lot of nuance and a lot of like three dimensional characters in it, but I'm still, I've still got my like WandaVision hat on. It's like, what's going on? Like, well, what's right. the, yeah. what's, what's going on behind the curtain here? Where's Mephisto? Um, like, <laughs> is this, yeah, yeah. It's a, well, now I feel like it's where's Dr. Doom. Where's Dr. Um, Doom? <laughs> but uh, where's, you know, I think it was just as simple as um, he, knew the best way to get the information was to go to the people that 
don't have you know the the children that are probably like they just would love some candy and they also overhear everything exactly adults adults tend to speak freely around kids sometimes and he just he he's smart um so yeah i think yeah i I wonder if i'm reading too much into it in that i think it kind of draws a maybe a parallel with Walker as well, because it's this idea of something that looks sinister, uh, mm. but is actually innocent and useful versus something that's supposed to look virtuous that is, you know, yeah. anything but. And Zemo is, Zemo operates with a deft hand and is constantly, yeah. um, you know, like working behind the scenes and, and, and pulling a lot of strings, whereas Walker's just a hammer, you know, with, and all he knows is brute force and, we'll see where that goes. Um, speaking of, speaking of Walker, uh, Walker and Hoskins immediately after they get the information, after our, after the trio get the information, Walker and Hoskins show up and basically are like, I didn't study. Can I see your notes? Um, <laughs> Bunch of dorks. They, they, they kind of share some information. Sam advises that he wants to go alone and talk, you know, use mm-hmm. diplomacy. Um, diplomacy, not something that's, in Walker's vocabulary too much, but he mm. acquiesces. He, he he relents and and says like, okay, we'll try it your way first. Uh, so Sam, after the after the pretty touching memorial and and Morgenthau basically being like, this is what I believe. This is why we are here. Sam shows up and she's like, took you long enough, and uh, they have a little heart to heart. I really 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 enjoyed this entire scene because it just shows. I'm watching. I'm watching a good wife, and they talk. I mean, the good, the good fight, and they talk about this a lot. <laughs> Very different. Where it's like, it's not like between good and evil, and even this book I'm reading now, where it's like, it's 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 based on like a strict code or moral laws or whatever. When really, it's really how it's looked at. So if someone comes to you and tell you exactly what Carly told you about, like what happened to her and how things happen, you're gonna be like, yo, that's kind of fucked up. But it's all based on the choices that she made to try to, I hate to use the word, I don't know if it, yeah, avenge that. It's like she, she made different choices that other people would have made. And based on how people see things, it's seen as evil. And because mm-hmm. I mean, she's sitting there with an Avenger, and Avenger's like, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I agree with you 100%, but just doesn't like the way that you're going about it. But I mean, that's where the differences are. And I really enjoyed. I think I don't know. I don't know if Carly Morgenthau is gonna gonna uh, get got or die in this series, <laughs> but I see that being a thing. Like uh, Carly and um, Sam, just because they they kind of clicked immediately. Like it was wild how quickly they um, got on the same page. Yeah, there's a there's um, a lot to say about Sam's approach to things, and you could tell. And I I could appreciate being a therapist myself. I could appreciate his his tact in approaching her. My other job is like a school counselor. So I have to often like approach kids who are, you know, on edge or kids who are just like um, really worked up or upset about something. And you can't, you, you can't approach them with force. And you, you know, cause no. it's yeah. like, it's textbook. If you, if you approach force with force, you're gonna, it's gonna be a mess. So you, you, the energy that you bring to a situation like that is everything. And like, he stepped into it. He was very calm. He validated everything that she said. You know, he wasn't like trying to argue or disagree. And like, she, and, and people typically are able, people who are in tune and, and insightful are able to, to pick that up and able to pick up when somebody's being genuine. And you could tell that Carly was able to pick that up from Sam. 
of course, our, our, our favorite guy had to fuck it all up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought this was such a, so, I mean, Sam's been through so much, basically, you know, it took me a moment, like when he says, you know, I, I you know, this is what I used to do. I used to counsel vets. I was like, that's right. He did like that's I, I always really enjoy those neat character callbacks where it's, it's like, oh, yeah, they, 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 they that that totally makes sense. I thought it was just handled so well. And like, I thought it was really interesting with. With, with with walker too like he's barely hanging on in the background essentially and yeah I thought it was, it's it's also very telling that it, it's lamar who actually convinces um walker to you know maybe go with uh sam's you know plan at least first basically like walker's just not having any of it until it's his his, his better half i guess basically just kind of and you know uh, which I think is interesting, especially given where this episode goes. But I mean, that there's there's a tremendous amount of tension, and and it re- you see just how well that Sam is getting through to her. And I mean, props to this show for you know giving us all these characters here that have a lot of complexity and a lot of you know kind of intelligence. And I think you know there's a there's a Carly moment kind of that comes up a little bit later that when we get to I'll I'll I'll, I'll jump up. But like everybody has like a lot of moments in this episode that mm-hmm. I really think really show a, a lot of a lot of complexity and yeah no it's really really strong carly is a person who's been through like so many of them an enormous amount of trauma in a short amount of time from her from what she was saying at the memorial it sounds like her whole family disappeared in the snap and then this woman came in and raised her and like took care of her and probably a lot of other kids whose families were just gone and then everyone came back and started kicking them out of their houses and stuff that's crazy i'd like to pretend that wouldn't happen but probably it would i don't know yeah yeah Yeah. i mean at the risk of sounding like you know ripped from the headlines like we are living in a reality right now where you know i think i could speak for everyone here we all see pretty eye to eye politically so we're in this place now where it's not really like we disagree on who the bad guys are unless you're the bad guys then you think you're the good guys but it's almost like so we've got sam and Morgenthau and Carly, who are like, they agree on like everything, you know, they, 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 um, it's just a matter of like, what means to how, how do it, how do we address what we both see as the same problem? And that's kind Mm -hmm. of like, the only debates that are worth having right now are that, you know, I'm not going to debate with some alt-right Nazi on whether or not their side is, you know, the only debates that are that are really being had are like, well, how do we get to where we all kind of want to be? And, yeah. you know, Carly is in the the only, the only thing they understand is violence and we're going to blow stuff up and like get there by any means necessary. And Sam is like, uh, you know, Sam, like he tried today and worked until the alt-right Nazi ruined everything. <laughs> Sam tried diplomacy and it worked. So, so then, then uh, old trigger happy, uh, Walker and Hoskins run in and they're they're fed up with waiting. I guess, you know, 15 more minutes wouldn't have been enough. They come in, Zemo manages to shoot Carly, who still escapes. And then in the battle that's ensuing, uh, there's, a, there's a chase through, through all these different corridors and things like that. And then Zemo confronts Carly destroys the vials that she breaks when she flips over a table all except we think one we had kind of a lot of slow paced a lot of dialogue heavy stuff and then we had like this you know right into a bunch of action yeah yeah Yeah. what a scene like Uh, i was on the edge of my seat once the once shit started picking up and it was i feel like 
kind of like what you alluded to, I feel like the pacing of it was perfect um, because we had a very calm uh, moment between uh, Carly and Sam. And then as soon as uh, Walker busts in, everything just like goes crazy and you could mm -hmm. feel the tension. You could feel everything kind of uh, picking up. And when Zemo, I, I almost had forgotten about Zemo's point of view when it came to Carly and super soldiers. And so when he was like shooting at her, I'm like, oh yeah, he doesn't want any of them to be alive. He wants yeah. every super soldier to be dead. And so as she's running away um, and th the way that they shot the, the scene where you see the one vial when Walker walks up, I thought it was so, you know, chef's kiss. Cause it was just, I thought that he destroyed everything. And then, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure that that's what they wanted us to think. Uh, but then when they panned over to, to the one vial, I, I think everybody who was watching uh, let out a collective, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, 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 like Michael was saying, you can see like the one of my favorite parts of this whole thing is like when they're waiting for Sam to talk, or whatever. Uh, it's like a like a close up on um, on Walker, and he just does this thing through the mask, like the the, the nose pinch kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And that's when you're clearly that's a migraine move. That's a that's like <laughs> I'm just stressed the fuck out. Yeah. And when he saw that vial, the look in his eye, Christmas morning a little bit, almost like I can't believe it's right here. He was yeah. Not, I don't want to say excited just yet, but like, because he's been talking about that the whole time, just like how he's not living up to it. He's not Steve Rogers. They want him to be. But then when he sees like, this is my, this is my opportunity. Yeah, man. He, the look in his eye was crazy. Yeah, he, Walker looked like maybe he hadn't slept in a couple days, a week, yeah. maybe. Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't looking great throughout this episode and it just kept getting worse. Yeah. At this point, it's like, he knows that he's missing something. Yeah, and and this this episode did answer. We were kind of speculating before, like, did he are is he already a super soldier? Is yeah. he not? He's really good with the shield. It seems yeah. like he's got superhuman abilities. But this episode, unless people disagree, he kind of it kind of answered the question of like up till this oh, point, yeah. he's just he's just basically like an like a world class level athlete, strong, just mm -hmm. physical specimen. But he's still missing that thing in his eyes that makes him worthy of being Captain America. And he thinks it's the super soldier serum. Yeah. We yeah. know through you know the telling of the story that that's 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 the last thing he needs. He he needs a moral compass that he doesn't have. Um yeah. so also yeah. it, it just like reminded me of like watching the Lance Armstrong documentary. Yep. Oh um, yeah, it's good. Yeah. You, you know, because he was just like he was he was great he was uh, arguably one of the best already but everybody was started juicing up and it's like if everybody's doing it how can i keep up like i yep. know that i'm better than this guy i know that i'm better than this guy um but they're winning they're beating me yeah so it's like i i have no choice but to do this if i want to be the best or if i want to be you know the face and yeah, yeah, he just he had he had the little tug of war, the little internal tug of war in that one moment. Um, and yeah, we, we all know what he ended up doing. Mm -hmm. They're doing a really good job, too, of like uh, Walker is, you know, definitely complex and like, you know, he's, he's got a lot of pride, I think, in a lot of what he's doing. And obviously, you know, that's that's a huge problem. But I mean, you know, like one of the other things he does is he's got pride, he's got entitlement and he also has this sense of like pain i think through the whole thing and uh keen you mm -hmm. mentioned the uh, the migraine thing uh, and all that stuff and i thought that was such a cool touch especially the way it kind of shows like how he doesn't quite wear the costume quote unquote right basically like you know like it's like it's like a, never do that 
Um, it, it's a weird gap. And like when he wears yeah. the mask, it's yeah. it, like I don't know if I, I don't know if like it, I ever noticed it with Steve because it just maybe that's one of the things they're pointing out. It just looked yeah. right. So with yeah. him, it's his mask is almost like not hanging off, but it, it just doesn't it just doesn't fit. It doesn't. I fit think it just doesn't fit. Yeah. I think it's, I think it was Tab who in like episode one. Yeah. I think you you mentioned that like they talked about in the production that they specifically designed the costume so that he just didn't look quite right. It didn't fit right. <laughs> it looked just off. I don't know if they talked about it in production, but I like gone through and like highlighted and there's actually some great twitter threads about like this is made intentionally bad because i mean all you really need to do is look at any other marvel character in their suit and be like oh they look incredible and know that they did it on purpose if someone looks bad in marvel it's on purpose yeah it it almost looks like he's wearing like his big brother's outfit and it just mm-hmm. doesn't quite fit like he's he's just not quite there and again it comes back to this thing of the perception of what's missing versus what's actually missing for me it the perception is he thinks he needs a super soldier serum what's actually missing is he needs like a, an idea of right and wrong and his it's his moral compass is just totally totally off so from there yeah. walker shows up captures zemo pockets the uh the the last vial we think the last vial let's just go with the last vial <laughs> until proven otherwise but then oh no the eight hours are up and uh ao and the dora milaji show up <laughs> they're they're ready to take zemo there's a pretty huge fight walker gets his ass absolutely handed to oh him gosh. Uh, along with anyone else who tries to challenge them this this rang a little untrue to me that like that so so zemo escapes through the toilet <laughs> or the bathroom and um let me go from there the, the one thing that i'll i'll kind of seed the conversation here did anyone else feel that there's no way that the door melange like miss zemo leaving I would, I was thinking about this as well. Like, I know that the appearance of Walker is a surprise to them, but still, like, how many of them are there? Like, yeah, or like at least like six of them, right? Yeah, I was kind of wondering about that as well. I felt like Zemo kind of slipped away just a little bit too easily. Uh, I, I thought I counted like, I don't know, man. I thought it was only three. Only three? There. Yeah, okay. there were three. There were three? Okay. Okay. Felt like that's six. Not to, yeah, I was yeah, gonna say. I might just busted so but much. That, that's, that's not to say Still that though. they might have just been the extra, uh, the extraction team, and mm-hmm. there might be like more. But then again, with Good just point. three of them, that's enough. I mean, the 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 great the great the the part I love the most. There's two parts in this fight scene. How they flowed so well as a unit that yeah. the one the one part where like they took one had had her spear threw mm-hmm. it. And the other one caught it and immediately used it. Like it was almost like they were the same body. Like they, it was almost like passing it from one hand to the other. Like it, it was, was very crazy. reminiscent when, of like the Avengers when they work together and mm-hmm. you see like Captain America throw the shield and Thor like mm-hmm. hits it with its hammer and it busts the enemy's face. And it, it's very, it's, very it's so dope. And speaking of the shield, the way that that last door Milaje embarrassed Walker just yeah. like nothing. And it was like, well, yeah, they know how to use every weapon, probably. So, and plus, shield that shield is, is uh, it's vibranium. Vibranium, yeah. yeah. That's technically ours, pal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and I, I love the fact. Uh, just real quick, I love the fact. I love Walker's response to getting his ass whipped, <laughs> and I yes. love the fact that they deliberately made the last straw for him. 
the thing that pushed him over the edge was getting his ass handed to him by a bunch of black women. Like yep, I, yep, I just yep. love the visual of that. Yep. I love that. Yeah, that that was up there even, with the they weren't even super soldiers. <laughs> yeah. That was up there for me with like the the cavalry shows up in Endgame. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was, it was he, such a satisfying reached, moment. When he reached for her shoulder, oh, that was no. everyone, everyone was like, oh damn it. He's like you done and did it. it. Nope. You done <laughs> shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that. He like, said they that don't have they see, he was like the Dora Milaje don't have d- jurisdiction here. Yeah. Does he? Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I love the self-righteousness of like the way he basically poses and basically like, says, Dora Milaje have no jurisdiction. It's like it's like, bro, really? Really, you're bro? all okay. an extra judicial. You're yeah. all. Oh God, I can't say this word. An extra judicial band of of of. They're all an extraction team. Like every, it's like three extraction teams just meeting up. And like yeah. you're none of you yeah. are in your home country. Did any of you give <laughs> their State Department a heads up? Probably not. So like, let's not nope. go with jurisdiction here, bud. Yeah, it's um, so American of them, though. It's but that so exactly, we have jurisdiction everywhere. Uh, right. But that's for sure the moment where he's like, "Yup, taking the serum." Absolutely. If there was any, if there was any doubt before, he was probably like jabbing himself with it while he was stuck to that table. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and when you know that moment in particular, I I I so agree so much, and I thought it was so interesting too. Especially, I mean, you know, given you know, uh, Rob, you know, you mentioned earlier basically about you know, like it's this is a very this is an episode that is very very tough to not bring like real world things into it nor would i want to and they have that scene early on uh between uh sam and zemo basically where zemo is arguing his point about uh you know the the super serum basically and the type of people who would take super serum and then by definition someone who is interested in becoming a super soldier or maintaining a line of super soldier is a supremacist basically and it's the and and it's that kind of just like that's a you know like it's the kind of thing just like yeah, that's an interesting word to use, basically. Yeah, it's a correct word to use, but it's yeah. an interesting word to use. And I, the show knows exactly what it's doing by doing that. Mm-hmm. And when you marry it to the point you just made about what sends Walker over the edge, it's the kind of thing that makes you go like, hmm, interesting, you know? It is a thing that makes you go, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I also think um, the juxtaposition of, the, of like seeing the way that um, Lamar answered the question when uh, Walker asked him he so he asked him the same question like if you if you had the serum would you take it he didn't hesitate he was like hell yeah, yeah. whereas when Sam was asked this, the, the question he, mm-hmm. he didn't hesitate either but he was like no you know and you you see those two opposing uh, schools of thought and and you you I can understand why you know Lamar w- was saying what he you know what he said it was like you know if we're supposed to be the best soldiers uh, fighting all the the toughest bad guys who are like super powered like of course I would want that advantage but it's like 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 you were alluding to earlier Rob like that's not the missing piece that mm-hmm. it's, it's just uh, you, you guys just got it wrong but um, I, I love the way that they they show that duality this yeah this this episode was just like chock full of these moments of just like this is so much deeper than just a punch them up from here we cut to uh, Morgenthau reaching out to Sam's sister, which was like wild to me. I that 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 did not see that coming. I did not. And see then that um, yeah. and then she reached out to Sam and was like, "Hey, 
what are you doing? Like the last time <laughs> yeah. I talked to you, you were <laughs> you you were pretending to be someone else, and now I'm getting threats uh, from you know this person that I'm seeing all over the news to calling me directly. So like, what's going on? This causes Sam to have to be like, all right, I have to go confront her again one on one, and it's almost like an act two of the exact same thing. We're gonna try diplomacy, um, and then you know, Captain America and and Black Star are gonna um, are gonna show up. Um, a battle star. Sorry, I was listening to most <laughs> most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I literally was. <laughs> um, and and it's the same exact thing. They show up and kind of ruin a chance at diplomatic reconciliation here. I'll you know I'm just gonna plow through till the end. So there's a huge fight. Battlestar gets killed, which also did not see that coming. Although maybe maybe uh, uh, foreshadowing that when he was like, oh yeah, I'd absolutely take it. It's kind of like one of those things like he's made his choice and now, you know, he, we lose him at least for now because uh, no one really dies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We'll see. <laughs> but then uh, Walker goes into just a rage in front of God and a bunch of people and all of their cell phones going on Facebook Live, we assume, just cold-blooded murders this guy and we end the show on this iconic uh, this anti-iconic view of a bloodied captain america shield and the whole world is watching build up to this was fantastic um i loved all the little ticks that john had and you could just see it like slowly like kind of like the serum was kicking in as he was like like he showed up and it, but it wasn't like totally, you know, like he, he kind of didn't totally have control over himself. Yeah. Kind of just see him just like, you know, physically reacting to it. And it's just like the, the way that that last sequence was shot. I was, I was literally like on the edge of my seat, like, holy shit, this is like intense. And what, what a perfect shot um, of that bloody shield and him just like losing his shit. It was bonkers. Marks, you brought up the word juxtaposition, and I just thought of it just now, how, like, when you said, as far as, like, uh, Hoskins answering one way and Sam answering a different way for the super soldier serum. So speaking of super soldier serum, one part of the, the one part of that, that um, the final scenes or whatever, is when, when Walker was spooked when he was, like, walking through the hallways and he threw the shield and how it got stuck. Mm-hmm. I should have seen at that point, oh, yeah, he took the serum. I didn't think about it because I, I we're used to seeing the, the shield get stuck because Steve throwing it all the damn time. But that made me think just now, back when um, uh, when they went and talked to, I forgot his name, in um, Isaiah. I think it was Isaiah. When they went and oh. talked to him in oh, Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he threw the sardine can, like, get the hell out of my house. Yeah. How it got wedged in the wall. I'm like, oh, shit, he's super strong. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that should have been a clue. Like, that's oh, a good shit, catch. Walker, Walker took the serum. Like, God Yeah, damn. that's a real good oh, catch. Yeah. We, we, kind of, we kind of realized that he took it. The, there's a bunch of different moments. Like, his, his mood changes. He, like, he mm-hmm. was angry before, but he's got a little edge on him. And then when he bends that steel bar, like, just like, it's nothing. Yeah. Like, and I think yeah. even, uh, is it Sam or it. Buffy that sees him doing that? And they're like, it was oh, Sam. Sam. Like, what did you yeah. do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, when he when he throws the shield when they're fighting on the trucks in that early episode and Bucky catches it, he catches it with his uh, non-robot arm. Yeah. <laughs> and any time that Steve threw it, he always caught it with the oh, robot shit. arm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which reminds me yeah. of something wow, we totally yeah. missed. Oh yeah, from we the did. Melange yeah. fight where they're just like where she just goes up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right on his <laughs> arm. Oh and falls shit! Off. Yeah, she yeah. just does the Konami code on his arm and it falls right there. Oh my gosh! I thought it was gonna like self destruct or something. Like there's just like a kill switch, but it's just yeah. like a no. Nah, your arm falls off for a little bit. Just yeah, it's I was basically really a timeout button. Yeah, I was really glad about a minute later he's able to just put it back on easily because I'm just like, oh, like, like, because if she had wanted to, if she and Shuri, you know, years ago had wanted to, they could have put that arm out of commission, you know. Well, it makes you think code. like, it makes you think like what other, um, what other fail safes might be involved here. Yeah. You know, there's that, we've got that one. Could there be more that while he was being deprogrammed, the Wakandans are super fucking smart. And and very savvy in matters of this kind of stuff. So like, they what else could what else could be going on? They don't want you to use their tech against them. A hundred percent. And yeah. I think I think they learned that lesson very hard with Killmonger, mm. and that that suit that he had didn't have a way for them to remotely deactivate it because mm -hmm. I'm sure that they would have. Yeah. And maybe that shows that they actually have like. A respect for one another because she could have easily kicked yeah. all of their asses yeah yeah and even for bucky she was like you know what i don't feel like dealing with you right now so just do 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 deal with that <laughs> i'm just gonna neutralize you this up. yeah yeah exactly and, and the, the look on his face it was just like <laughs> how dare you <laughs> <laughs> it was like really really My i am offended <laughs> it's like no take backs you can't take this back <laughs> Tap. The one that was um, when, because also they, they were kind of paired off and the Dora that was fighting with Sam, like they were pretty much going blow for blow, just blocking and not like really getting really, fighting, yeah. fighting. Yeah. But, you know, they came straight at John Walker's head with that spear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it also, you're cool, you're cool, you're cool. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> it, 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 it also, I mean, it makes me think like, didn't, didn't they create that shield? Wait, we don't know because that's that's um old man cap shield because he brought that with him okay from the oh, other time yeah. oh yeah that's right so that could i didn't be, know because i was like that would be uh, wild if there's like a konami code for that shield mm. <laughs> like that, i mean a shield is a shield it's not like it it it, it is what it is it's a vibranium shield yeah. but who the hell knows but that vibranium shield got fucking wrecked uh yeah. by um by Thanos. so yeah so maybe that this is it a yeah that new shield might be stronger or or my um, we don't know we don't know yet. yeah it brings so so we uh yeah i just needed to jump back a little bit because i totally forgot maybe the coolest part of the whole episode was <laughs> yeah i'm glad was you did turning too, turning yeah. turning the arm off um, <laughs> uh but yeah so so we we end up morgan thou is is back on the run Although did stay to kind of like watch what went down. And now we're left with everyone knows what happened. And 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 if we had, as we previously discussed, you know, like if 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 WandaVision was about grief and this this is about like trauma and, and especially like shared trauma among groups, but this this show also is kind of it seems to be building towards who's worthy of carrying that shield. Obviously, the person who currently is is not. So it's kind of setting this up of like, wh who who's going to have this at the end of of the series? And you know, because um, we've seen in the previews, and I don't put too much stock in previews because I worked in television and I know how 
manipulative uh, trailers and and uh, you know previews can be. But um, where do we think this leaves us? I'm yeah. I mean, you know, and 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 Rob, everything you just said is so on point, and especially and 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 also too. Like I'll I'll add to that. But I I think you know one of the major themes that's kind of, I think coming through in this show is this idea of you know at what point do you need to take seriously your responsibility to interrogate the the people who are nominated to ostensibly protect you you know which i think is a very very interesting topic you know uh, especially in the moment that we're having right now is it wrong of me uh, sorry i i don't think it's wrong but is it too cynical of me to the minute that the episode ended, especially when they're showing a million people with their cell phones out, basically uh, recording this moment. Is it wrong of me, cynical of me, to immediately think about, be thinking not about the people who are gonna be shocked by this across the world, but the people who are going to excuse this across the world? Oh, the, I assume you, that that's about to be a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just the sense of just like, well, you know, like, you know, maybe that's a problem with training, not with him. Or, you know, with the idea of just, just like, um, it's like, well, if he had followed directions, he would still be alive. You know, like, and I'm, right. I'm, 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 you know, I'm saying these things that we've heard like so often, you know, that we, mm-hmm. that we know are bullshit, you know, like, re- but like, but, but people, you know, uh, people believe yeah. them like very strongly, and I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated. Like, if it, if that's going to be built into this as well, I, I would imagine it would. Yeah, and and just like the symbolism of the the specific character that they use, he was a side character, this flag smasher who got killed. But they had that scene earlier where he was talking about, you know, I used to be a huge Captain America fan, and I yeah. believe mm-hmm. in the symbol, I believed in the shield, um, and for him to die like that also it made me think of um, one of the, I can't even remember because there's been so many, uh, you know, black people who've been killed by the police, but there was one in particular who um, they were talking about his backstory and how he used to want to be a police officer and for him yeah. to die at the hands of a police officer the way he did. Um, it's just tragic. It's, it's super tragic it's, to yeah. see. Yeah. Die, but literally by a shield. You respect the police, you respect the badge, you respect the shield and you die by the shield. It's, it's, it is wild how, you know, and, and, and like you said, it, it almost like in, in today's day and age, this has to be relevant. Like, it's not like mm-hmm. they timed yeah. this right, because this right. always happens. Right. So, yeah. you know, which is this, which is terrifying and sad and, 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 and infuriating in all in one, but, but you can't help but be like, God, this feels so relevant right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and especially, I mean, this comes up, you know, often just as a side conversation when things like this uh, happen, which is, you know, uh, you know, which which is all the time now. But the idea is there's a lot of perception of the idea of just like, is this happening more frequently? And the answer Mm -hmm. is no, it's being recorded more frequently. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we're in this place now where it's going to it's it's going to be exactly like what happens here it's not going to probably change many minds it's going to reinforce what you you know the people that believe that yeah you know might equals right are going to say like well he shouldn't he should have followed directions or whatever and they're they're going to see this and go he was totally justified in murdering a person with a shield and and you know and 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 so yeah in the next two episodes i hope that they kind of as much as I like this to be an escape, Marvel com- and comics in general have always reflected the society they've been they've been a part of. So it would mm-hmm. be, you know, I have no time for for the the fanboys that are like, oh, why can't they just do comics? It's like they've never just done comics. It's always been political, always. Yeah. So, oh, sorry, Keen. No, I was agreeing with you. Um, just what you just said, as far as like uh, 
um, it literally is a reflection of what was going on. Cause like I was watching, watching or reading something and they were saying how, like they were talking about this and saying how uh, Zemo's um, argument is so true because I mean, Superman, the greatest comic book character was a response into, I think what was known as what they wanted to create the Uber Mensch or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, so yeah, literally comic books is politics. Yeah. I mean, and like they're not in the MCU yet, but the greatest example is the X Men. Uh, sure. How people disrespect and are fearful of mutants, uh, very similar to people being disrespectful and fearful of people they don't um, of, of foreign people, of black people, and yeah. So anybody saying that, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So. Exactly. Yeah. They already or, in universe call the flag smashers terrorists. So so yeah, many people yeah. are just going to be like, well, he was a terrorist. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to jump back real briefly to like a, a Carly moment when they're having that uh, conversation on the balcony right before the action scene, basically that uh, that that ends, uh, you know, in the death there uh, was that um, I thought it was really interesting too, like as her character, as, as we're kind of getting nowhere and especially in this episode, because I thought there was a lot of complexity there in the sense of like, last episode kind of ended with her like, oh, she's finally learning, you know, like, she's decided like she, you know, she knows what it, it now takes basically and like, I feel like this kind of like added some nuance to that because the takeaway I keep getting from from Carly is this idea of like kind of trying to not do half measures exactly and it's not like she's insincere but it's more like she's kind of hedging your bets a little bit or 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 more like she's using her good intentions I think as a as an ex use or justification for like the thing she's actually doing and the moment that crystallized that for me is when she has that phone conversation with sam's sister where she straight up threatens her like straight up and then she tells sam you know i would you know i would have never heard her and i i thought that was so interesting because like i didn't get i didn't think either of those moments were a lie i saw it as a contradiction in the sense of just mm. like well you know i'm going to do this because this will this this will help get my point across basically um you know and then she tells sam later later like i, I wasn't actually going to do that it's like yeah but you still threatened like you yeah, still yeah. you still did the threat you know like so it almost yeah. doesn't matter yeah and i i just thought that was like really interesting for sure it, she did seem like when she hung up the phone with sarah she did see like make sort have sort of like a moment where the camera yeah. focused on her and it seemed like I didn't like that I did, that. but but it yeah. was like I didn't like that I had to do that. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right. It's, it, it's or, yeah. It's like I didn't like that I did that, so it's been, I'm going to excuse the fact that I did do that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. A lot of these characters are really struggling with what means to an end means. Yes. Right. Yes. Like the, a bunch of different characters are basically going. I know where we need to get to. I know that I feel my side is just and righteous. Mm -hmm. I'm just really struggling with what that might take to get there and you Zemo's not no Zemo <laughs> is just Zemo <laughs> is laying in the cut and just like I know exactly what I'm doing the whole time yeah because mm. you know he's 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 a cape smasher right like he's just he mm. thinks that you know and you know I don't know which of these I, I know which of these characters I don't think are correct and and basically every the rest of them are kind of like I can see all these points it's just mm. very few of them do I think I agree with the means, but then again, you know, everybody's just a product of their own environment and kind of the trauma that they've all been through. So I can't argue with them. It's just, you know, which is what makes the show, you know, ultimately pretty good because it's, 
it 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 facilitates these kind of deeper conversations and reflections so, on um, society. I think this might be the first time in the MCU where like people are speaking of the trauma of the people that were I mean you saw it in Endgame a little bit like them trying to like deal with it but like really the regular folks dealing with being around for those five years and everybody's gone Mm -hmm. and like trying to figure out what to do because like a lot of it like from um WandaVision I forgot her first name I'm sorry with um Photon you saw the trauma of coming right back because like when she went to sleep her mom was in the bed next to her yep and all of a sudden she's back five years later like I said, this is the first time where we're seeing like, hey, we got through it when you guys were gone. So we had we were here to make sure shit didn't go completely wrong. Mm-hmm. And just, it's just interesting to see that side of it now. Yeah. And and that's that's um, that's Morgenthau's whole thing is like, you know, we had to make do mm-hmm. living behind this world with 50 percent of the population. And ultimately we did. And we got to a place and then everyone came back and no one cared about the people that were here the whole time anymore. So, yep. How do we deal with that as a global society? The only way is to get rid of this nationalism, get rid of these borders, and just like all work together like we were doing during the during the five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's legit. It really yep. is. It's hard to argue, right? It's yeah. it's mm-hmm. you can definitely argue with the with you know the the means you know the, the the means to the end, but you can't really argue with the end. Any other thoughts? Just, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how over the edge John Walker is going to, to go. Cause yeah. um, I know like, I, I don't know his character in the comics too, too well, but um, from what I do know, he's, he's just a piece of shit and he's pretty, uh, pretty aggressive. Um, so uh, I'm really interested, especially now that like his voice of reason and his best friend was, is killed. So like, he doesn't have that person to tell him like hey chill out uh yeah. let, let sam talk to to yeah. carly alone for yeah. for 10 minutes he has nobody to check him and, and yeah. at this point he's just like all right I, I got this power everybody knows what i'm capable of now since i'm on the <laughs> internet <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's uh the angel on his shoulder died yeah yeah, yeah. Real. And like so, the demon just hopped inside of him. And he was the demon. <laughs> yeah. He, he injected he the, the demon, demon. Into, his, into his veins. Um, um, speaking to the comics, I would actually love if they did his, he messed up real bad in the comics too, and everyone turned on him. So he fakes his death and then reemerges as a different hero. I would love that. That's smart. That would be wild. Okay. It'd be interesting if... We have two episodes. That would probably have to happen in movies. Yeah, later. Um, later, later. I'm very, I'm very curious what what characters that were introduced in this show will ultimately like. Like, obviously, we're going to see Bucky. We're going to see Sam. I'm curious about like the Morgenthau's Walkers, Battlestar. I'm, I'm, I'm still not convinced Battlestar's like gone, gone. But um, I'm very curious who we'll see in the broader MCU going forward. All right. Uh, well, that brings us to winners and losers. Let's start with the losers tab. I mean, fans fans of John Walker. Did he have any? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He might have. Are we talking in universe or like people watching the show? Like both. I know in universe, obviously, people were like, "Oh, he's the new cat," but like, yeah. boy. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna say uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see what the what the Good Morning America folks thought about that. 
<laughs> Boy, I um, love John Walker. Now to pour myself a nice cup of coffee and turn on Twitter. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Michael. Yeah, I'm probably just going to say America, basically, because, uh, you know, like this is this this is uh you know not it's it, it's not undeserved but just the idea well i i saw this really cool I, I saw this really neat uh thing where it's basically just like uh steve rogers is what america wishes that it was basically and john walker is what america actually is or you know it's just like yeah yeah i'm not i'm not gonna argue with that at all basically so uh you know i think technically tab and i just gave the same answer but... <laughs> uh keen it's it, mine might be a little dark, but I think his name was Nico. I'm not 100 sure, but mm-hmm. uh, the guy that was killed by yeah. um, mm-hmm. by him just because him him like having that conversation with Carly when they went to go get the vials and uh, him just saying like yeah I believed in it da, da, da. but then to like there and he's like I don't know like he like I freak yeah he's like I don't know what happened I don't know and to see that shield come down and just. <sighs> That's it. Mm. He's definitely the loser in this uh, episode. Yeah. Uh, Marsley. Yeah, I guess it, not to be redundant, but, but I feel like my answer was going to be people who believed in the shield. So um, the, the symbol of the shield. So, and, and I mean, it, that pretty much coincides with everybody's answer. Yeah, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty pretty dead on i'm gonna just just to just to bring something else in i'm gonna say sarah sam's sister because like from the jump she has just been like had to go along and from thousands and thousands of miles away has now uh, just been dragged into this where she's just trying to like keep her fishing boat going Mm. so i i really feel for that for that character um let's go winners and uh let's start with marceline um, I'm gonna say uh, the Dormelage. <laughs> I mean, they uh, not only did they look the most badass, but they just like, well, even even from the opening scene with uh, with Io, you, you see like how composed and how in control they really are, um, and just how skilled. Like they're not just great fighters. You know what I'm saying? Like they're 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 smart. They're just very capable. And they they just have it all together, and they just look so badass. And and I think they were one of my favorite things of this entire episode. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you know we always talk in basketball about like all right, two seconds left on the clock, fourth quarter, you're down by one. Who do you want taking the shot? And it's like in the MCU, I want the Dora Milaje taking the <laughs> shot like 100 percent of the time. Keen, I think the winner is Zemo because he got what he needed, got what he wanted, uh, got rid of some possible future super soldiers so and he got away from the door Malaja. so i mean i think he's he's winning and he has some turkish delights which are irresistible so he's good <laughs> man he got a show too while i was watching the door Malaja before he escaped he just took a moment like had his drink and basically just like oh this, this is pretty good yeah exactly. he saw them and he was like yeah because like, last episode i was talking about how i was surprised that zemo didn't up and leave after that explosion because he mm-hmm. had the opportunity to dip <laughs> out uh but this time he was like nah they, they could fight like don't <laughs> fuck me up so i'm out <laughs> i feel like zemo has like a very specific agenda of his own and we only know part of it yeah yeah mm-hmm. i would agree yeah michael Ooh, I was going to say Zemo too. I, I'm just going to say Zemo. I'm lazy. I'm sorry. I can't That's think fine. of a better one. I think it's valid. I think it's very valid. Uh, Tab. I'm actually going to give it to Sam, who was right about every single thing he said in <laughs> this episode, even if it wasn't uh, always taken seriously. 
also he he did have to fight some Dora Milaje and he didn't get his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> didn't he save Walker's life? Because like Walker and Hoskins, I'm almost yeah, positive Dora Milaje he, were like right there mm-hmm. getting ready to yeah, go. Like, whoa, whoa. He did. Yeah. yeah. He grabbed the spear yeah. right sure. before it yeah. reached his head. Yeah, um, I was also thinking Sam had a great episode and just kind of ended up in the hat, like had and held the moral high ground throughout the whole thing. And that's like, that's just kind of how I'm wired to be like, you're the winner. But just to add something else, I'm going to say Carly, because at least for the viewer, uh, the viewer of the show, not necessarily the people in the universe, but the, for me as a viewer of the show, I'm the more and more I'm just like, yeah, I think like I really see your point. Again, I don't I don't agree with blowing shit up to get there, but like sometimes you gotta crack a few eggs. And I think at yeah. the end of this episode, I felt like you know she's definitely not the villain of the show, and I'm not convinced it's you know this boogeyman of like the power broker. We'll see where that fits in. We didn't even mention that's the first time we mentioned that name this whole uh, podcast. Um, so yeah. I don't really care. I'm I'm less convinced now actually that um uh, uh Sharon is the the power broker now as well I mean Marcy yeah, you made a great point mess last week basically about how she's kind of right in the middle of things but also too like the the Sharon scenes that we get this she mentions the power broker and you never really get the sense of just like you know like internally like Bwah. so uh, I, yeah. I don't I don't really think that yeah yeah so I'm thinking Carly uh just had an episode where she defended her position very well and mm-hmm. um and 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 basically in terms of like public opinion probably took out one of her biggest right and it may not took him out but like captain america doesn't look great right now and that's going to get people asking a lot of questions so we probably see. probably a video like that if you were sort of on the fence about the flag smashers might push you over onto their side a hundred percent. And, and, yeah. and that's like, you know, that's press you can't buy for, you know, that's opposition press that you can't, that you can't buy. All right. Well, that just about does it for us. Uh, this has been Oh Snap, an MCU podcast for Michael Henley, Keen Cobb, Tab Parker, and Marshall Jean-Pierre. I am Rob Alessiani, and we will see you next week for episode five. Thanks everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.